Well, we're here in the prep kitchen of the Hominy Grill in Charleston, and I'm with Chef Robert Stelling, who's the owner and the, the chef here. And he's agreed to take a little time out of his day just to talk to us about some of his food for the Biscuits and Bach. I just wanted to start out by saying you're actually from North Carolina. Yeah. And most of our listeners are in North Carolina. So can you just tell me how you came to Charleston to be a restaurateur? By way of New York City. <laughs> That's very direct. <laughs> and, you know, I grew up in, outside of Winston-Salem in Kernersville and uh, went to school in Chapel Hill. And somewhere along the line, I ended up in the restaurant business and enjoyed that immensely. Worked at Crook's Corner for Bill Neal years and years and years ago. And after that, I decided Manhattan was the place for me and was up there for about 10 years and my wife was working for Lincoln Center and she got the job with Spoleto Festival. So she came down and I said, oh, that sounds like a great place because I really wanted to do a southern food restaurant, but I felt like if I did it in New York, I would have to explain Hoppin' John for the next 30 years and and explain collard greens and I I just felt like it, it needed to be for southerners. Do you think that the food here is unique and distinct from North Carolina, where you grew up? Or are the collard greens the same collard greens that we uh, have? Some of it is, is very much the same, but, but there's definitely a real distinction. When I first opened Hominy Grill, I felt like it was a neighborhood restaurant in that all the South was my neighborhood, and I was very liberal about pulling things from the Appalachian region or, or from New Orleans or from Florida, and we, we still do. But it has been more and more focused on the low country food as the longer I've really been here and just absorbed it. Can you describe for anybody who's not familiar with low country food, what are the highlights? What, what sets it apart? Well, the seafood is really the highlight. Being here on the coast, the, the shrimp especially are just beautiful. There's little white shrimp with green tails, and when they're rolling in i mean it's just it's so easy to to not do anything to them and just eat them but it's also you know traditionally a rice growing region so there's there's a rice influence and that's important and it's really hot we're in a subtropical zone so things like peppers and eggplants and tomatoes have gained a lot of influence in the cuisine over the years because they can stand the heat in the summer I noticed when I was at your website that you guys really try to use local ingredients yeah. and go out of your way to do that. Can you talk about why you do that? Local, you know, lately it has become such an overused word and there's been such a focus on how close the product was. I think my philosophy was if it had seen more of the world than I had, I didn't want to eat it basically. If it was a cantaloupe from South America and it was off-season, I didn't want that. You know, as far as local goes, if it's grown on the East Coast, that's fine with me. The strawberries start in Florida, and as the weeks go by, they move up the coast, and, you know, I'll chase the strawberries or blueberries all the way up to New Jersey or or Pennsylvania or wherever, and then they run out of their temperate zone, and that's it for the year. You know, to me, that's local. If it can be loaded on a semi-truck and driven to me in a, a few hours, and it's spent you know, more time on the, on the vine or in the ground than it did in a carton on its way to me, then, then that's local. You know, again, our mission is southern food, so it, it doesn't make 
sense for me to do Southern American food or, you know, Alaskan salmon on, on our menu. Do you think that Southern cuisine is actually more distinct than the cuisine of any other region in the United States? Or yes. Or are we prejudiced in saying that? Or? No, no, uh, I, I, I don't think so, but <laughs> who am I to judge? <laughs> I would say that, the, the, first off, the South was an agrarian society, basically, so it was already really close to its food. And then losing the Civil War and the social upheavals that went with that for people and, and just being a poor society for, you know, 100 years after the war allowed the South to keep their identity longer than other regions. Though The West Coast hasn't been populated that long to have had something to build on. And the Northeast was so influenced by the waves of immigrants that the South didn't get as heavily. So I think that our you know, southern cuisine was preserved a little bit longer that way and, and, and emerges now that there's an interest in it as a more distinct cuisine. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, <laughs> that's what I grew up with. Well, thanks again. Thank you. This was, this was fun. cheese from Edgar Meyer and Chris Thiele to go with our biscuit talk this morning at the Hominy Grill in Charleston. 